going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday, people. That's right. Ready for the weekend. Ready to do absolutely nothing. I've had a very busy week, and I am ready to relax and just chill. and Maybe take in a Brewers win, hopefully. We'll see tonight. But I uh, hope you're all ready for a great, relaxing weekend wherever you are in this world. And that's what we do. We talk to Packers fans worldwide here at Cheesehead TV because we're devoted to you. And we're devoted to making sure you get the best deal when it comes to seeing the Green Bay Packers play a game of tackle football. That's why you want to utilize Ticket King. Our friends over there at Ticket King have been based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. You can utilize them by going to CheeseheadTV.com, pulling down the schedule, and finding the individualized links for each and every game, home and away, preseason and regular season. You can use the website, you can use our app, or you can head down to the link in the description of this video. Any of those will get you to Ticket King. You want to utilize them, people, a local business in Wisconsin, not Ticketmaster, not StubHub. Get yourself some tickets for the Green Bay Packers at Ticket King. That's where you want to be, folks. Hope you're all doing well. Man, I got to be honest, you know, in the pantheon of content creation when it comes to the nfl you get through the otas and the mini camps and you understand what it is you know it's some you know important work going on but for the most part it's you know a pr exercise for the teams around the league and uh making sure that the guys are good to go and ready for their little bit of a break here the one time in the calendar where they're actually just kind of out of sight out of mind hopefully and then you get to this stretch, and holy Toledo, man, it is still, we, how long until training camp yet? Oh, my gosh. I was just, you know, getting to the point where, like, okay, OTAs, mini camp, they're in the rearview mirror. Before you know it, training camp is going to be, wait a second, how long is it? Man. I believe uh, Bill Huber put it up this morning. It's like 33 days we have left until there's 33. I can't do 33 more days of this, people. I mean, I need you guys to manufacture some drama here on the internet that we can talk about because goodness knows how, I mean, the NFL has the longest offseason in the world. It just stretches on into oblivion, never ending seemingly. And I understand lots of people say, oh, you know, enjoy the summer. You know, I hate summer, man. I hate summer. All I want is for it to be fall and then winter and then the holidays and football season is in and on amongst all of that. Summer's the worst, man. You know, I like, you know, catching a Brewers game, maybe going to see a movie, not a beach guy. I don't know, summer, it's just way too long, especially when you're waiting for training camp. So we'll see what you fine folks have to talk about today. Because like I said, I, I, I'm at that point now where, you know, we've, we all know what the questions are. We all know who the... New players are, the youngsters that have to step up. We know the questions about the coaching staff. We've looked at the opponents and how they've developed over the offseason. We know it. Now we just got to start getting answers to those questions, and we're not going to even begin to start answering those questions until uh, July, what, July 26th. Holy cow. That is, that is a lot of time. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see you all in the comments. Tulio is here. What's up, Tulio? How you doing? Ben, happy Friday. Drinking bourbon and watching reruns of NFL films. The struggle is real. And that's a good activity in the summer. I do like going back and watching not just like recent Packers games, but like classic Packers games going all the way back to as far as you can find on YouTube. You, know, you can find some uh, Cecil Isbell if you want. Um, but yeah, there there's plenty to devour when it comes to uh, 
old school Packers games that you can just literally throw on and just have on either in the background or watching it attentively. I love it. What do we got here, folks? Randy mowed the grass yesterday. There you go. <laughs> you hit the lion statue and it fell over. Screw the lions. There you go. I like it. Chuck says the CFL is already playing. I've tried the CFL, man. I really have. And I just, you know, I, I'm not belittling the league, and I think it's great, and I love that they have this really passionate fan base for the league in Canada and other places, but just can't. I can't. I can't get into it, man. And that's kind of the same with all of these other leagues that, you know, they keep trying to start up, whether it's the USFL again or the XFL again. Um, I kind of got back. I kind of got into NFL Europe back in the day. I thought that was pretty cool. But, you know, these these leagues, they come and they go, and there's nobody in the stands. There's no vibe around the games. And, I again, I'm not knocking the dudes who participate. I mean, Jay Sternberger's tearing it up in the USFL, and I love that for him. But I just, you know, unless Jake, Jace is playing, I'm not watching because I got no connection to any of these guys. Um, but that's just me. Gary, the Lions' alternate helmet logo. That's where we're at in the offseason, by the way. Alternate helmet logo discussion. I actually like it. I think it's pretty dope. Uh, I already, you know, I had plenty of people on Twitter ragging on it, but I think it's cool as hell. Um, not a wi- not a big fan of the all-gray uniform that they're putting it with, but um, I like the helmet. I think it's cool. Ryan, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. See, the Kurt Warner breakdown of 10, great stuff. I did, Ryan. He did a two-parter. Really good stuff. Uh, it's pretty apparent that Kurt thinks, you know, there's a lot of potential there. And uh, it's something we've talked about a lot here and other places. You've seen the progression, right, from that first summer when it was hard to watch at times. And that's no knock on Jordan. You know, he had no offseason. Stepped into that mix. Had basically, like, what, 12 days of what they considered training camp that year. And then, you know, <laughs> no preseason games. That was it. So from those meager NFL beginnings to that, you know, really promising showing in Philadelphia last season, you've seen growth at each and every step and each and every kind of mark of his journey. And now the next mark is starting that game in Chicago in week one this year. I'm so excited for it. Uh, CFL is to nags what the MLS is to an English lad Premier League fan. Tulio, I mean, no shade to any of my MLS fan folks out there but yeah that's the mls to me too i can't, I can't i've tried again i've tried i've got apple tv so it's there and i sometimes try to turn it on and get into it but i just i just can't it's not the premier league i don't i'm, I'm pretty uh pretty out of it uh would jay still be on a team if rogers left a year or two earlier seems like love went to jay's often in preseason games no i don't think that was the issue um you know, obviously he had, people might forget, um, he had the off-field incident, which caused him to be suspended. Um, and I do think, you know, we could kind of read between the lines when Justin Allen was in town talking about the lack of consistency from Jace. And I think that's nothing that Jace wouldn't own up to, and I think he did at the time. Um, you know, I just, I don't think he was quite at the level of an NFL player. And I don't think that's, you know, I think he could probably hang around on an NFL squad, you know, but you see how he bounced around the NFL when he had three teams after leaving the Packers but before landing in the USFL. So I think he just straddles that line. And again, it's not shade. Uh, you know, that's the whole reason these leagues exist, which is a good thing, is for guys of that caliber 
to be able to continue to ball. And maybe they do get another shot in the league, hopefully. But, yeah, no, I don't think that would have had much to do with it, you know. Uh, happy Friday, Nags. I hope you have a blessed, safe, fun weekend. Thanks, Sideline Report. Appreciate it, man. Tunyon now plays for the Bears. I hate it when that happens. Brandy, I hear you. It's going to be very, very weird if and when he catches, like, a touchdown pass against the Packers. Conflicted emotions. That's a song I, uh, song I just made up. His spelling witchcraft. <laughs> that's where we're at, folks. That's where we're at in the off season. I know that's an allusion to a Rogers quote from his uh, uh, appearance at a hallucinogenics conference he spoke at, and he was talking about spelling and the word being like words cast spells. And this is something, as Andy Herman pointed out on Twitter, it's something he's talked about. He said those things. He said that before. He said it on Pat McAfee and uh, one other place too. But um, yes, very much so. Although it is funny because spelling in like most other languages has nothing to do with the word spell. So sure, sure, Aaron. Sure, there's there's spells. <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. Um Soccer is boring, says Rick Harris. Yeah, well, so is baseball, and I can still enjoy it. Hey, man, it's cool. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I think soccer's thrilling, but I get why people think it's boring. It's all good. It is kind of funny, though, that in America, like, we have the NBA, right, and everyone's like, oh, big NBA fans, and, oh, it's so exciting, and they score, like, every time up and down the floor, it's like they score, like, 90, 100 points a game. Like, the buckets mean nothing. Individually, you know, it's like, oh, it's just whatever. Oh, another bucket, whatever. When you score in soccer, it's like such a release. It is so, it's like epic, you know? That's why I just think, like, in, like the difference there, like, Americans got to have, like, oh, we've got a lot of scoring, need a lot of scoring. I mean, look at the NFL. Every rule, seemingly, is designed to help scoring, you know? So, that's, that's I get why people don't like soccer, but I, I love it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Zol, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, big Packer fan in Texas. Can you give a shout out to my stepson, Ethan? Keep up the good work. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for checking in. Uh, thanks for the kind words. Thanks for checking in from Texas. And what up, Ethan? Go, Pack, go. I mean, sometimes these are like setups, right? Sometimes people do this just so they can get someone but or get me. But I'm going to take this in good faith, Zol, especially since it's a super chat. And I'll say, what's up, Ethan? Hope you're doing well. Go Pack Go. Hope you have a great weekend. Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Matt Orzek has a Super Bowl ring. I think he might be the only player in the Packers with one. Our Super Bowl wins a long snapper stat. Uh, that's not true. Danny Etling has a Super Bowl ring. Aha! When he was uh, a backup with the Patriots. Um... But, yes, Super Bowl wins are definitely a long snapper snap stat. They are not a quarterback stat, though. Absolutely not. Uh, is Love's delivery still a little bit of a too slow loop? I don't think so. Look, uh, there are a million ways you can deliver the football, and it has certainly been sped up from his entry, the time when he entered the league. 
is it is it noticeably slower than Rodgers? Yeah, of course. I think that's true of probably a lot of quarterbacks. Um, but man, you just need to get the ball there. Uh, you know, Philip Rivers set passing records with the funkiest delivery I've ever seen. Um, now he could get the ball out quick, and I think Jordan will be able to as well. They've certainly worked on it. I don't doubt for a moment that they're continuing to work on it. And to your point, yeah, it's noticeable, right? You can it is slower, especially when you've spent the last decade plus watching a guy with the quickest release I've ever seen outside of maybe Dan Marino, you know? So yeah, it's, it's going to look a little slow, but I don't think it's anything of a hindrance. I, I think, you know, just put the ball where it needs to be. However, you got to do it. You can make the, de- it's all about the decision-making, right? Uh, will it cost him say pocket collapsing? He goes to throw it. Maybe it's a little slow out of the arm. We'll see. I tend to doubt it, but you never know. That's one of the reasons they work on it. Aaron, that was a real quote. I thought that was the onion. No, no, that was a real quote. 100%. Um, Rogers looked like a robot coming into the Packers. That's a very good point, Brandy. He had the Tedford up at the ear thing. It is fun whenever you see those uh, NFL legacy accounts or whatever. You know, they show Aaron Rodgers' first preseason games, and he is 100% like up here and like deliver football you know it's it's noticeable and I've talked about it before one of the things that never gets mentioned because everyone talks about you know Mike McCarthy and Tom Clements come in McCarthy's quarterback school Tom Clements does a lot of work on Aaron Aaron credits Tom etc all of that is true and very valid but no one remembers the fact that Mike Sherman was Aaron's first coach and Mike could have really screwed that all up but he didn't he was smart when he talked about we're going to let that, it's going to fall naturally because it won't be drilled into him the way it was in college. You know, because Tedford and most of his quarterbacks that came into the NFL, that was the book on them. You know, they were a bit stiff and they had this high carriage thing. And Mike, in his eternal wisdom, said, you know, we're not going to drill it. We're not going to talk about it too much. And we're just going to let it naturally, like, drift down, which is exactly what happened. You know? I mean, Mike could have come in there and gone, well, we're going to drill this a different way and we're going to mess around with his delivery and blah, blah, blah. And he just left it alone, which turns out to be exactly the right call. You know, now that's not to dismiss all of the hard work that Aaron did, Tom did, Mike did, etc. Certainly, that was the real kind of foundation for what Aaron became as a quarterback. But that decision doesn't get talked about a whole lot, but it is pretty damn important. No doubt about it. Nags, any trivia this offseason? M, what's up, man? No, there is no trivia this year, unfortunately. Um, uh, we just do not have the resources at LiveX this summer uh, because every time I do a trivia game, we have to have a producer either here in New York or in Green Bay who is working with me on it for the graphics and the timing and all of it, um, and we, we just don't have that available this year, unfortunately. Maybe next season. We'll see. Um, Hopefully it'll be back in some kind of iteration next year. But uh, this year we just don't we just don't have the manpower, unfortunately. Uh, but thank you for asking. It was, it was a lot of fun these last couple of years. <laughs> Mike Sherman, those days were hard. Yeah, the general manager days were tough. No doubt about it. I thought Mike was a really good coach for the Packers. I mean, yeah, was he the greatest coach ever? No, of course not. Uh, I think, you know, he had some rough goes of it after leaving Green Bay. No question about it. But, um I thought for the Packers at the time, he was a really good coach. They should have never made him general manager. I think everyone agrees on that. Uh, but, you know, as a head coach of the Packers, I thought he 
did pretty damn well. Pretty good coach. Tim, what's up, man? Thank you for the super chat. Nags, I'd love to see our run blocking improve. Love AJ, but he seems to run in the backs of the O-line a lot. What's your take? Go Pack Go. That's a good question, Tim. Um, I'd like to see a diversity of what the schemes that they run. You know, there was a lot of um, a lot of zone last year. Not quite as much. There was, obviously, a smattering of like the power and the angle and the counter and stuff like that. But there was a lot of zone run out of shotgun, which I don't think suits AJ at all. Um, yeah, anybody who's watched Watch Party has heard me rant about it. Um, get him behind the quarterback. Let him get downhill uh, and get, run him between the tackles. Run some power, you know. Now, that doesn't mean you have to do that every time. Of course not, because defensive coordinators are going to tee off on that. Um, but, yeah, I think AJ, to his own admission, he talked about this on Twitter, I think, a month ago or so. Didn't, you know, he knows he had a disappointing year last year, and he knows he's got to be better. Uh, but that said, uh, the running into the backs thing, thats I'm glad you brought that up, because you'll see that a lot in zone scheme run situations. Because, and I'll never forget having a conversation with Ryan Grant, former Packers running back. Uh, we were walking, I believe, up Fifth Avenue in New York, and we were having a discussion about zone blocking. And he said what people don't understand is on most of those plays – in a zone scheme as a running back, you have an aiming point, and you're going to that point regardless. And then you're making your read and putting your foot in the ground and you're cutting one way or the other and getting upfield. That's like a really super basic version of it, right? So a lot of the times when you see those guys, quote, running into the backs of their linemen, they're trying to hit their mark. Now the line might get pushed back or, you know, somebody may mess up or somebody blows it up or whatever – but the running back is more often than not, not every time, but more often than not, they're doing their job. It's the offensive line that's messing up. So, and, and that's not Ryan saying there's no other running backs full ever. Of course not. But that's what they're doing. Because that used to bug the holy hell out of me, dude. I'm, I'm with you. It drove me nuts. It still does. But at least now I kind of have a better understanding of what's going on, right? You're looking for a point. You have, a, you have an aiming point. And you're getting there hell or high water, and then you're making your cut. So it, it's frustrating. Um, I do think it will certainly help having an offensive line that is, you know, knock on wood, whatever, all together, right, from the start, and not waiting on Bakhtiari, not waiting on Jenkins, not throwing in a bunch of backups week after week, playing musical chairs every week with the line. You know, I think having that five set – having them all work together. And like I said, mix in a little zone, a little power, some counter, and just all jumble it up a little bit. I think that will go a long way to helping. Uh, of that, I have zero doubt. Ed, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Used to love baseball, no interest in soccer. Now that's flipped. Only constant has been the Packers, whatever floats your boat. I mean, that last part's it, right? I get why people don't or do like anything, and that's their thing, and cool. Man, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> if you could pick one song for a soccer stadium, like Sing Out at Lambo, what would it be? Sing Out at Lambo. Um, so one song for a soccer stadium? Um, that's a good question. Probably Song 2 by Blur. Love that song. I miss Dorsey Levens. What a random comment, but yes, I miss Dorsey Levens too. I'll tell you what I really miss about Dorsey Levens, other than his all-around game, which was awesome, but the Dorsey Levens wheel route. 
And everyone remembers the one up the right sideline in the NFC Championship game, but few people recall the beautiful one for a touchdown he had against the Cleveland Browns in the snow uh, in prime time. That was a thing of beauty. That man, that man was great. Uh, offensive line has hurt us the last couple years. I understand a lot due to the injuries. Hopefully have some depth this year. I hear you, Chip, and the fact that they didn't draft one for the first time in forever tells you that they think they, they'd have the depth. It's about developing it. we got a lot of youth there, and they have spent a lot of draft capital along the offensive line the last three or four years. Got to think some of that's going to shake out. And, hey, already you're looking at Yash and Tom battling at right tackle, and whoever you know loses that battle – if it's Tom, he's still going to be, you got to think, in the mix maybe at center, maybe one of the interior lines, maybe he and Runyon going to battle out right guard. Who knows, right, once camp kicks off. But if not, I love the fact that Zach Tom is the first guy off the bench, and if Zach wins that job and then you've got Yash Nyman on the bench, well, then you've got an amazing tackle who can come in and play left tackle or right tackle and has plenty of experience at both. Let me tell you, that's a lot better than the you know years we had Jason Spriggs or Don Barclay out there. I'll take that a hundredfold. Um, so, yeah, I hear you. you get the depth is so important. But it feels like they've got the makings of decent depth. But we'll see. We will see how it shakes out in training camp once those pads come on. All right, everybody, i got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go.